Am I? Where am I? Am I in the Bronx? I could be, but with all the money I've made from this uh, month's patrons, this week's Patreon subscribers, I want to specifically thank Seth Moody, who is an enabler. He is enabling us to keep a fresh drink in our hands whilst we do our extra podcast. Which, um... He won't be entitled to, but thank him for that anyway, for his dollar a month. The people who will get a little taster of it are the new flat furthers at five dollars a month. Our <laughs> <laughs> um, Elliot Brandon, thank you, Elliot. Five dollars a month. You'll get extra podcast. It's your brother-in-law? Yep. Too many L's, too many T's in that name. Agreed. <laughs> the other five... Can you hurry up? I'm going to fight The other $5 a month, extra Patreon, this month, John Heppel. Thank you, John. You'll also be entitled to the, the podcast and some... And the other things that you get with that. Um, and a, f- a fan favourite is a pranks a millionaire. It's Jiggle Physics. Jiggle Physics. <laughs> He's been, they've been a huge contributor to the podcast before. Um, thank you so much for your support. Um, thanks everyone for their support. Um, we are working on a lot of new stuff for this month. Uh, and go to www.patreon.com forward slash pranks and firth if you want to be a part of that and see some of it and support us if you can. Um, if you want to just do a one off donation to us, one off donation, go, go to www.kofi.com forward slash pranks or just tell a friend thank you for your listening figures that's important tell a friend subscribe relieve a review thank you we are nothing without you music Jassy P. Bit lightheaded.
You're a bit like Eddie. You've been beatboxing for about 20 minutes. Badly. I might have edited it down by the time the listener hears it. Yeah, we were, that was so... Well, i just come up with it on a whim 10 seconds before we did it. And I said, I'll just do a, a bed of beatboxing for you to talk over. And for some reason, it was the funniest thing that's ever happened. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but we are just a couple of silly geese, big old kids. Bellends, yeah, for sure. We have talked. To, we've talked a lot about beatboxing in the past. One of our first conversations was about beatboxing. Yeah, that's where I fell in love with you. Really, was that talking about beatboxing? I reckon. Yeah, I did it quite a lot. Like just under my breath. Um, my brother was addicted to beatboxing when he was growing up. He was doing it twenty four seven beatboxing. It's so addictive. Once you get on that rhythm, it's like the African rhythm or something. It sort of like speaks to me. I think my brother could have been very good at it if it really put in the effort i've never tried it it's just something i just do like uh absent-mindedly i mean i've when never looked up be... i've never spent like when... three four hours on an evening looking at youtube beatbox tutorials or anything oh mm-hmm. dear you have haven't you yeah um so episode one two three easy as abc oh. is that the wrong way around doesn't matter no it doesn't does it Speaking it is as the... easy as ABC. I do think it is as easy as that. Because somebody this week, um, I was I was doing a gig, I was in the green room, and we were talking about podcasts and stuff. And, you know, I think I don't ever talk about numbers. I don't. I would never ask someone what their numbers were. Um, and I wouldn't talk specifically about numbers. I just don't think it's the done thing. But vulgar. we were talking... Say again? Vulgar. It's a bit vulgar. But we are, we have, I think both every week when we see the, the weekly figures, me and you are just baffled by yeah, how many people listen, weird. aren't we? It takes a lot to humble Jussie P, I'd say. Yeah, it does. I'm not, I'm not the humbling kind. But you are humbled by it. But I was talking to them and they say, oh, so what do you do to get that number of people? What do you... well, I didn't say specific number, but, you know, I maybe gave a a rough idea and they said what do you do like what is it what's the hook and i said no just just us talking I'll tell you, to, it is. to be serious if anyone that the, the, i think the key is consistency consistently what just consistently putting it out or yeah, consistently no, I having mean, an like, opinion you know like i've listened to podcasts and they have like three months off and you just never go back to them yeah that's true mm. i saw a bit of a scene in my local town on sunday yeah. Went to Poundland to get another one of those little tripods that you turned me on to. Oh, listen to this. Just bought one. Still in its packaging oh, right really? now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I went to get one of them and there's some people standing outside. A bit of a, a brouhaha. Yeah. And there was a young boy on a scooter in a hoodie had been a cost citizen's arrest by another customer, had a hold of his hoodie. And the kid had his hood up and his head down on his scooter handlebars inside Poundland, bawling his eyes out. And obviously, this bloke had caught him shoplifting and grabbed him. Oh, no. He was crying as well. Oh, you mate, can't do that. When if I've you're got... going to be a big boy and go nicking, you cannot cry when you're caught. If you're all about the thug life, you cannot be a crybaby. So the, what, happened, what, what it looked like had happened is he'd got in there to nick something to impress these girls. And they was all outside just laughing at him, crying. It was so bad. They were. It was awful. And like they called the police. And I almost... I've got to be honest. This is not good. 
I almost made the man let him go. I almost thought I'm going to grab his wrist and say, let go of him, or I'll fucking chin you. And then I'll say, run like the wind, my little thief friend. Because you absolutely love nicking, don't no, you? No, it just looks so traumatic. It looks so traumatic. And it was like... He deserves man. it. He's a little thief. Break his knuckles. That's what know, I say. Right, and, you know, people, you know, you could say things like, I agree with the death penalty for paedophiles, right? You, that, I don't think that's that... And shoplifters. No, I'm just saying. You might... That is something that you could say and it wouldn't be like... You're not like a fucking... I, I can understand that a lot of people would hold that opinion, but you might not want to see him be executed. And it was just so... No. It was honestly my heart... I felt like so ang- anxious. And yeah. uh, and the other thing was, the bloke who I'd caught him was like about six foot fucking seven. And he was dressed like a farmer. But you know when it's all too new and neat? Oh, yeah, that's posh farmer. Yeah, that's but, not a real farmer. That's a, that's a style, isn't it? it? But it looked like... It looks like the same about them farm. He had like a tweed flat cap on that looked pristine, a sort of like a checked shirt, not gingham, but like a proper checked shirt. And the then like, archetypal yeah. UKIP voter. But when it's all neat, it looks like fancy dress. It just looks. It looks like I totally agree. You look like a I mental totally agree. case. So I didn't like the cut of his jib anyway. I don't like him. Well, anyway, Fox Hunter. I was thinking, right? I was thinking, there's a good parenting opportunity here. Now. I almost wanted to whip my phone out and film the scene and come home and show my children and go, look, he probably thought he was the big man. Look at him now. Look how embarrassing this is. This is this is going to scar him for life just because he's trying to impress some people. And I thought, do you know what? That would be a good way to try and get them to learn from someone else's mistake rather than make it themselves. So what I did instead was I, I didn't film it because that felt a bit mawkish and a bit vulture So mm-hmm. what I did was I came home and I said, boys... I said, Let's go pound lamb or on the nick. I said, put down them crack pipes and come in here. I want to speak to you for a minute. And uh, I said, just listen, listen. I said, listen carefully. I said, first of all, I tried to describe him, even though I couldn't see his face. I described what he was wearing and that. Um, and I said to me, oldest son, he's about his age. He said, do you know who that would be? And he's like, no, I don't think so. So I told him the whole story. And like my 12 year old looked like, like I, was, I was quite dramatic about it. Like, it was horrible. It generally was horrible. I mean, he was bawling, blubbing, and he was too old to be doing it. Yeah. And then the police turned up, like, as I was leaving, the police did turn up, and even they were sort of like, all right, we'll talk in a minute, just calm yourself down like that. I mean, it was bad, mate. And uh, Good. So I told, I tell you, <laughs> so I told, and my 12-year-old looked a bit sort of like, is you know, when he was sort of like, really, really, really? I was going, yeah, really. And then, like, as soon as I'd finished, my nine-year-old went, yeah, if some bloke tried to grab hold of me, I'd have just broke his arm and run off. Wow. And I went, talk about missed the fucking point. I said, missed the point. And I said to him, I said, do you know what? I said, and that boy in there, his dad, if his dad had told him a story like this three years ago, he'd have said a comment like that. And that's why he's in there crying because he didn't get it. But I could see what it was, was actually, it was quite, I think, you know, when the kids feel like really, they felt a bit like they felt it. So he was trying to like relieve the tension. Yeah. But it was it was horrible. It was hor- I really didn't enjoy it at all. Top parenting, mate. Top parenting. You have won today's top parenting award. Congratulations! It's a new feature on the show. I didn't tell you about. It was only between me and you. I'm yeah, go- yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you've won it okay, this week. So if we do that for the next ten episodes, you're going to win nine one. Oh God, yeah. Easy. 
God, yeah. I mean, I've given you that as a sort of charity thing, yeah, head really. Start. And, and, just, and just, I was looking around. And this is weird as well. As I get older, I'm starting to detest old people more. Yeah, even though you're growing into one. Yeah, well, you'd think it would be the other way around, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd think you'd sort of like say, oh, you can't beat them, join them. Well, you have to join being up. I mean, the only way, the only way you can not join the old club is to die. Um, I'm a bit worried about you though because you have made like fashion changes recently about your because of your age. Yeah, yeah. Um, choices that I definitely agree with, but it's an I think thing actually well. making the step is a big step. All of a sudden, I don't feel right wearing a hoodie outside. Mm. I just feel like ugh. And soon you won't feel right wearing jeans or trainers and you'll wear I've slacks and I have thought about jeans. jeans. I don't think I'll ever give up the jean. The I'm really jean. concerned. You I went for think... a polo shirt rather than a no. t-shirt because yeah. of the weird back feeling we have. Yeah, and uh, and and also, I want to... I don't know what to wear. I'm t- very torn with coats. I've got a nice big winter coat I like. Like you just, I'm just exactly the same. a jacket. Yeah, jacket. I, I, I don't know what jacket I can't to wear get. A jacket. I'm not getting a denim jacket. I, I'm not getting a leather jacket. I can't. I can't. I can't wear a jacket. Yeah, what jacket do you wear? I've got no jacket. A jacket that cuts off at your waist. I I will never wear another one. Like bros, I feel that the, the denim jacket that like come down to like just below the pecs. I had a denim jacket. Um, do you remember when Levi's twisted jeans come oh, out and they I did like them? I had a pair of them. I enjoyed the trousers. Yeah. I mean, you'd never wear them now because they're about eight sizes too big, yeah. weren't they, by their nature? And I had a twisted denim jacket. Did you ever well, pair which them up worth... Oh, I, I don't think I ever double denim at the time. I don't I, think I did. I had them. Mate, We. I bet we dressed the same. In the... I had the twisted jacket, the twisted denim, and I used to wear a white T-shirt and white trainers like I was in status quo. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that those twisted jackets are worth a fortune now. If you had, if you still had it somewhere, I bet that'd be worth a few bucks. Man, just before that, Levi bought out Stay Pressed. Was that you didn't have to iron it? Yeah, but they were kind of like fucking milkman's trousers. Yeah, they were like slacks. Yeah, but thick slacks. Yeah, I don't know if I could ever give up the denim. I don't know if I could ever give up the kicks either. I do like. I've started to. Sometimes I do sort of feel. I don't know. I just feel like a stone student in a hoodie and traders like all of a sudden. Yeah, well, I see what you're kind of the barometer for me for so many things in life. That's why I like doing this podcast, because often we'll do something. And although you're like 20 years older than me, I'm about six months behind you. I'm the canary in the coal mine. Yeah, that's very much what I think. Normally stuff that happens to you happens to me about six months after, I find. Yeah. And so we both had the same thing about the neck. Yeah. Like, you both looked in the mirror and were like, what the fuck's going on with our neck? Yeah, I, I, I feel like once you get over a certain age, a T-shirt, I think they're a young man's thing. But, you know, I've invested in more expensive T-shirts. No, there's something to be I've, said for that as well. That does. Work. I went out and I spent, like, 20, 25 quid per T-shirt. Yeah, well, I spent, uh, yeah, I spent 75 on a polo shirt, which is... Yeah, of... but I feel like... So I've made a half step. Hmm. Whereas they you've made thicker. a full step. They are thicker. And there's something... That... It's thicker and it hangs much better. Oh, that polo shirt I bought. You can feel the difference when you put it on. You really But can. then I... See, I made a big decision a couple of years ago. I made a big decision to to only wear good pants. Yeah, yeah, I wear, like, I wear to, Armani to, pants. 
So I would wear a Calvin Klein, and I I think they actually make you stand up straighter. And that's like when I bought that suit for that wedding. I put it on, and it, it affects your posture in a positive way. But then, so just before, well, so maybe a year ago, maybe no, maybe not quite. I bought some bamboo socks from Bam. Are they? And what do you mean bamboo socks? They're made of bamboo. What, like one big bit of bamboo you put your foot in the hole? Yeah, it's like a little... shin pad. You should strap yeah. it on. <laughs> or is it like one of those? Um, is it like one of those rolling mats that you wrap around your feet? Those tiny thin bamboos. It's essentially they they're like a cotton. Like you it's make a, foot a... sushi. <laughs> foot sushi. I imagine it's a fi- bamboo is a fibrous material when you break it down. Well, so everything... I've got these socks. Isn't the new Wonder Material hemp? They're making everything out of hemp, aren't they? Uh, they certainly do. That certainly does happen. But I will recommend bamboo. I'll buy you some bamboo socks for Christmas. There you go. No. And I put them on and I go, oh, my God, I should have been wearing bamboo socks forever. Yeah. They're so comfortable. I think that's an age and thing as well. You you, you, sh- you start shunning the cheap shit. Uh, yeah, well, that's exactly it. So these bamboo socks are quite expensive. But they're definitely worth it. All of my life, I've saved money to buy shit I didn't need. Now I've got everything that I want that I don't need. I can actually go, you know what? I'm going to spend money on socks. I'm going to spend that money on socks. I'm going to spend Think about money on it. T-shirts. People will spend money on like an item of clothing they wear occasionally. You wear socks every day. Yeah. I mean, people... It's the same as shoes, isn't it? Much... You go, oh, I'll just buy the cheap trainers. I'm going to just quickly buy them. And then you buy yourself a nice pair of like 80 quid, obviously New Balance. Think, and how, you much, go... think how much money slags spend on a wedding dress. <laughs> Can you, you can't call them slags. Oh, hey! Oh, it's Charlie Chugford! <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Chugford on weddings. <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? I mean, I've had... Yeah, pants is a definite good one because of the ball support as well. I mean, without getting too, but you know, yeah, it, it, you, you need good ball support at our age. Yeah, and uh, anus support. So your anus doesn't well, fall out. Well, the balls start to repel slowly down like Batman down the side of a building. <laughs> 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 and you do need a. 19, uh, are we talking nineteen sixties Batman yeah. or the one where they you know, used, 19- the one where they used to uh, make the set of a building on its side and be walking turn it up on its it. side? Yeah. 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 Like talking to people, like sticking their head out the window. Um, yeah. Yeah, but you do start descending south, and it's nice to have just a little hammock to just soft, just to just cradle them in. Yeah, just to cradle them in. Um, yeah, I totally agree. And like, we bought a uh, a new bed recently, and we really spent money on it. We really bought the best mattress. We did, you know, bought the best bed we could, the best mattress, and it's worth it's it. A- Total game changer to life. And this, the other day, I bought a 300 thread count pure Egyptian cotton pillowcases and duvet cover, and that was worth it. Because did I tell you I bought this cheap one? It made me sweat. (laughs) I bought this one from Morrison's. It was like 12 quid for a king-size pillowcases and mattress cover, uh, duvet cover. And the first night I woke up all sweating. I was like, oh, God, I'm getting ill. Then the next night, and I said to my wife, I said, and she she doesn't sweat, and she's like, yeah, I'm sweating as well. And it's like, it's like sleeping under a fucking bin liner. So I chucked that out and bought a good one, and the difference is unbelievable. Well, that's good to know. I'm going to go for that. Definitely, mate. If you spend all that money, and do you know what? I got it from Wilco's. It was only like 38 quid, something like that. That should be one of the stretch goals for Patreon. Yeah. 
Hey, I've had a thought, nothing to do with anything we're talking about. It occurred to me today, you know, it's either brilliant or stupid, as, you know, that's my, that my MO. Motor vehicles, Ash. Yeah. What is one way of increasing the performance and efficiency, fuel efficiency of a motor car? Say you had your car and you had 10 breeze blocks in the boot. How would be? How could you make that car perform better and more efficiently? Would it be to take the breeze blocks out and make the car lighter? Why aren't car tyres filled with helium? I don't think it'd make enough of a difference. But in Formula One, did you want the one, actual answer straight away? <laughs> but in Formula One, every gram counts. They use nitrogen in Formula One, famously. What in the wheels? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So where has she been up to? Because there are other things. You got miss now and then. If you don't, if you never miss, the balls I wouldn't feel sweet. Uh, the uh, they tried footballs with helium in compared to not, like with just not regular air. With everything just going with uh, crossbar. Is that what Chris Waddle used in his famous penalty? It makes no difference whatsoever because helium isn't, you know, light enough. No, it's not going to make the car float, but it must have an effect. No, it, it's so negligible because all the helium, the only reason helium rises is because it's lighter than air. Yeah. So as soon as you put that inside something that isn't lighter than air, it, it makes no difference. Mm. You could have your car full of helium balloons. It doesn't mean it'd lift it up. Oh, hang on. I think there does become, a, not in it, but if you attach loads to it, there would come a point where they would lift it up. Yeah, but you'd need like a billion you balloons. You would, but if a billion makes a difference, then one makes a difference. Only just a billionth of that difference. Yeah, okay. And like I say, negligible. But you, know, you don't know how much I'm into my performance, Ash. How big your tyres are. You're driving a monster truck. Yeah. <laughs> you driving Bigfoot. No, Gravedigger, mate. Because I'm a Isn't bad boy. Isn't it weird that we both know big Bigfoot and Gravedigger? Couldn't name another one. Could you get your kids to name a monster truck now? No. No, they wouldn't know. Oh, name a monster truck, kids. No, don't Do you know, know what? it. You could take truck off that. I bet they wouldn't even know, like, Dracula and the werewolf. I don't even think the kids are in it. That stuff's all gone now. Not into anything, are they? No, but when we were kids, I had that top trumps of the horror, the horror top trumps. And I just used to sort of sit on my own because I had no friends and just, like, look at them. And it was like King Kong, Godzilla, uh, the Dracula. Do you know what I mean? Isn't it weird those days you used to sit in your room and think about what to play or... Just think about some, stuff. Sometimes I'd sit there and just do a drawing, yeah. just draw like a comic. And that's what gives you the ultimate creativity to be able to put out a weekly podcast where you don't actually talk about anything in particular. Because you're used to, you know, scratching about for something to do in your mind. Yeah, I think you're right. And I used to, weirdly, I'd like to... Me playing toy cars, because I did have lots of toy cars. <coughs> Get emotional about it. Um, I, I used to have lots of toy cars, and we had this big mat that had like a, it was a rectangle, but it had like a it, decreasing sizes rectangles inside the rectangle. Yeah. So that was the racetrack. Yeah. And I would move them like a millimetre or two, like they were doing a race, and I was kind of doing it in slow motion. Yeah. 
Well, and of I reckon course, I'd now, do that for... now kids have that map with the road all painted on it. So that's one more, like, less, that's less imagination required. But I reckon I'd have played that for at least an hour, maybe two. I used to do things like that. Like, my mum had this orange Tupperware pot. The lid looked kind of pleated. Yeah. And it was just, everyone had, like, back in them days, everyone had the same shit. Like, everyone's house you went around, they had the same fucking stereo, the same, it was really weird, wasn't it? There was not as much choice. No. And everyone had this orange thing, and I remember just playing with that, like, with a Tupperware round, like, a biscuit, a Tupperware biscuit barrel. Yeah, I don't think, I think kids have just lost that. They don't need to because even with toy cars, you can probably buy a computer game where you put a car on a portal and it appears in a game, so. Uh, and porn, uh, internet, uh, we used to have to find it in a bush. Oh, dear. Um, I had a lovely time, did up the creek on Saturday. That was a bloody lovely gig. Yeah. I wouldn't normally talk about individual gigs. We don't really do that on here, do we? But just had a lovely, bloody gig. Well, that's always good to hear. Sometimes it's nice to say. But I did some new stuff. Oh. And it it was good. It's like, obviously, it was the first time I'd ever said it. It's something I just thought about. And then it just so happened, the conversation, I was hosting the show. So the conversation just led itself to almost what I had written a bit about. And so I just did it. Yeah. And it feels so good, doesn't it, when yeah. you do a new bit that you've never really thought through. Yeah. And to do it in front of like 300 people yeah. and get laughs. Well, that's what we do, isn't it? That's what we do. But what I did notice was, and this might be interesting to people who don't do stand-up but who have an interest in stand-up, because I'd not thought it through at all, like I knew the points A, B, C that I wanted to get to, um, I w- was very aware I punctuated it with a lot more swearing than I normally would. Oh, you're nicking my act. <laughs> but no, just to like emphasise things because yeah, it no. wasn't fully formed. Yeah. So sometimes you can think, oh, right, I'll I'll just swear in there to emphasise something. Do, mate, I that's don't... what I do. I listened back to me when I did a, a rougher gig. I did one of those tough ones, and I did well, but it was one of them ones where it was a, you know, it was a staring contest. They would have had me if I'd have let them. Yeah. And I said right after the end of every sentence, and I've noticed that in other people, and I hate it, and I did, I was doing it. So I got home, right? And then my wife was there, right? Yeah, and then I was more in... aggressive than that, so I went so I went down the shops, right? Because it was like one of those tough crowds, rowdy yeah. crowds. I mean, I, I don't normally do it, but it was, it's weird how you sort of slip into these automatic you know, sort of automatic sort of like mechanisms that you don't even like, I don't even, I don't think I learned that in stand-up. That's just something you learn in life. What was it that you did? Do you remember there was something you were doing before and you annoyed yourself and then I can't think what it was. There was something going on and you were like, oh, I can't stop doing this thing. And then There's I, a hand me, on the hip. The hand on the hip is funny. When you become aware that you constantly have your hand I do it now. on your hip. Like a little teapot. And also, when I hurt my arm, I used to hold my the mic upwards, no, downwards, like M&M slash Lemmy. I used to hold it so you could see like the inside of my fist, like I was doing the Black Power salute, and hold oh, the you mic. you did do that. That, that was, was an injury. Weird. That was an injury. That was weird. But do you remember it, when you did Vogue for no reason? Yeah, because I couldn't get my drink was too far away. <laughs> so Justin was uh, just doing a set. Got to a bit where he would normally have taken a drink and enjoyed a round of applause. 
didn't have a drink, just did the sort of I sort of Vogue, did a, I did Vogue, Vogue dance move. But I no, I, I was looking at you when I did it. I yeah. just went. I did. I just don't know. Didn't know what to do with yourself, did you? No, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was as I was doing the callback and I was looking. I was like, oh, I can't reach my drink. What am I going to do while they applaud? And I just went do 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 like a little up and up and to the side movement. And I was framing my face with the microphone, and everyone loved it. And everyone thought, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, man? what was that? You've ruined the joke you just did. Yeah, I was thinking. Um, gone. Gone. I was going to say about timing. Everyone says the secret comedy is timing. That was amusing that you were thinking about timing yeah. and we both talked over each other. But it's true that but when you start out, you sort of like think it's about wor- working out beats. Like I'll leave a pause here. But it's not. It's about timing the, your half of the conversation with the audience, isn't it? So the timing, you don't have your timing set in stone. You time it to what's in front of you. Oh, God, yeah. You can't be at home and get your timing right. You can get your words. I can see acts that have got beats in their head. Yeah, but that can also be very, very effective if you somehow get the audience on board with your beat. Yeah, I know, but like you still I said can't before, talk I've had it before where I've seen an act talk with a certain cadence and rhythm. Yeah, but you can't, what I'm saying is you can't, still can't talk over the tail end of a laugh. I can. Well, I have to, Ash. Otherwise, it'd be the all fucking night, mate. Because I tell you, I emceed on Thursday, and oh, I had a good one. You were on fire, weren't you? I honestly, it was one of the ones that everything that fell out of my mouth was just fucking gold. Were you the greatest comedian? Were you the greatest MC on earth for a while? Do you know what? We should allow ourselves to feel that sometimes when it goes well. Because I've said when... this to you before. I've yeah, had it before where I can honestly say I don't think anyone could have done any better than what I did at a gig. So, yes, as long I as, agree. As long as on the other side of that coin, you've also allow yourself the moments where it doesn't go well and you tell yourself you're completely shit and the worst comedian in the world. I do that all the time, yeah. I but on that. those particular occasions where it's been so good, I think I'm the greatest comedian who ever lived. Yeah. <laughs> Objectively. Well, it is like that, though, isn't it? I mean, it is a very uh, polar... Not polarised. The, the results can be very like polar opposite, can't they? I mean... It, oh, of course. You know, because those middle-of-the-road ones that never do well or badly, you sort of, like, resent them. We well, don't resent them, but I don't respect them. You know you when you talk strange, about an act? Though... You know when you talk about an act and someone will say, safe pair of hands, and you think, oh, I would never, like, pay to watch them then? No. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I totally do. But I think because we host a lot now, I think that it's a much more live thing when you're hosting than if you're just doing a set anyway. I've certainly had it when I'm doing a set before where I've just been a robot. Yeah, phoned it in. So then I think you could definitely be a safe pair of hands doing a set. Because yeah, you yeah, can have yeah. a bulletproof. You can pretty much have a bulletproof set. You can have a set for every crowd. You could go right. This is a really boisterous crowd. I'm going to do my boisterous set. This is a really quiet one. I'm going to do my quiet people set. You can do that, but it's very difficult doing that when you're hosting. Well, I just wouldn't do. I mean, even if I felt like I could do some of my set, I'd still feel very compelled. I mean, I'd rather oh, yeah. talk to the audience and hit the odd cul-de-sac than not. Yeah, if- yeah. Well, I enjoy it now. I do enjoy it. Yeah. Although here's a thing, so there was a strange thing up the creek on uh, on Saturday. There's like 300 people in, absolutely rammed, and it can be a bit of a bear pit, but it wasn't. It was really, really nice. Uh, but in the second row, there was a bloke there. He was the only person of 300 that was eating 
right? Mm-hmm. And not only was he eating, he was holding his tray under his chin and just putting the food in his mouth from... He was sort of having to reach over the top of the tray that he was holding up against his chest to, to so he could put the food from the tray into his mouth. What? Right. And I think... If you're doing, because he was obviously maybe going out afterwards or something, but he didn't want to spill stuff down himself. But I don't think you do that when you're in the front row of the of a gig or the second row of a gig. It sounds like he's eating at a fucking trough. It was like he was doing that, but it was t- simply so he didn't spill it down himself. So I thought, well, I've got to yeah. talk to him. And when I spoke to him, he was a bit defensive of what he was doing. Well, you you <laughs> fat shamed him. I didn't fat shame him. I I. He just said, way, what? It? No, 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 he wasn't. He was thin. But yeah. I was like, what did you think was going to happen if you're sitting there eating like that? So used to watching the telly. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it was like. It was like it was yeah. in a TV dinner. Yeah. Like, uh, what's his name? Jim Royal? I don't know. But yeah, you got, you've got to acknowledge that. Otherwise, you'd have yeah. looked shit and mental. I'd have failed. Yeah. Hard. Failed. I also introduced the first act... She dared me. She said that I wouldn't dare to do it. So I introduced her as fuck pig. Right. Which I thought... Uh, I was more nervous about doing that than almost anything else. Did she say I asked him to do that when she got on stage? Yeah, she mentioned... She said he... I, I bet him he wouldn't do it. All oh, right, because otherwise that could have made it. She could have... Imagine if she'd have got on stage and said, did you hear what he just called me? Oh, well, you'll get yeah. your phones out and tweet. His name's Ashfrith. And like got got a hate campaign going. Actually, I might do that to someone. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Then, I've invented a new game. Oh yes, please for us, for everyone listening. Oh. And I'm telling you what, it's fucking. It just occurred to me. I just did it on a whim, and then I thought I've only done it once. But I thought this is my new hobby more than the game. Yeah. Yes, please. Come on, <laughs> then. Let's do this. Welcome to Justin's new game. Hobby. You're out driving. You see a clearly foreign driver not foreign but as in like their their car is on their steering wheels on the left hand side they've got like French or German number plates whatever they're on holiday as in they're foreign drivers you know what I mean yeah so then you're on the motorway they come past you they do nothing wrong they do everything impeccably and then just randomly beep wave your hands around they go what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and like clearly they're going to think what, what have I done I've done something wrong because they're on a foreign country but they're going to be like racking their brains that ruin their whole holiday <laughs> why would you want to do that that speaks more about you than anything else well it doesn't everything but I was driving along on the uh, I think I was on the A14 and someone came past me and I, I was sort of like in an exuberant mood and um I think it was Belgian number plates, and he come by. He's a Volvo Estate, and I could see like his steering wheel was on the wrong side, the other side to where he used to. And he come past me on the in the outside lane, perfect. Indicated, gave me loads of space. I went beep beep, flashed him, and started waving my hands around. And he slowed <laughs> down. <laughs> and his wife was having a go at him. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! I told you the other <laughs> side. <laughs> I told you you did that. I just think it's brilliant. I honestly think that's the best thing I've ever thought of. I saw yesterday, I was in a car park, and I saw a bloke drive past me with his boot open, yeah, like an old boy, and he was just pulling out the car park with his boot open. So I was trying to just beep so that he could tell something was wrong. And I drove, as I drove out of the car park, I did see him get out of his car and uh, and close the boot, but he would have just driven home with his boot open. I did that. I was behind a woman coming out of... Um... Aldi, she had an MX-5 and her boot was springing up and down, so I 
because it was a convertible and it was hot, I leaned out the window and went, your boot's open. And she stopped, like, in this single lane. It was like, I felt like I'd give her a fucking corner and get out of the way. I just sort of sit there and watch her get out and waddle around. And, I shouldn't have said that. Close the boot and get back into the driver's seat <laughs> with her extended seatbelt. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> Couldn't close because it was so full of food. I think it was a convertible NX5. Maybe they had to use the jaws of life just to get her out of the car. <laughs> so she thought, I'm just going to keep rocking this like this. Just keep driving on. Yeah. So that's, well, my we... new, that's my new game slash hobby is uh, free. I did out. enjoy it. We've got a, we've got a uh, a new posh or what was it posh or scum? Yeah. Okay, so we had a, a new suggestion for posh or scum. Go on. But I can't find the person it was that suggested it. Right. So if you're listening and on Twitter you suggested a posh v scum, I apologise, but here it is. The item of clothing that you wear to go outdoors in, male or female, but it doesn't have sleeves and maybe zips up the front. Body warmer or Gillette, but I'd say body warmer. Well, you'd call it. We'll see. I think both of those things mean scum because a, I'd definitely say body warmer, um, but the actual word is gilet. So I, gilet. I would, yeah. So the fact you say Gillette means yeah, but that's because I'm not a class traitor. I knew that really. I have to pronounce it like that. Where see, I think body warmer scum in it. Definitely. Actually, you know what? I wouldn't even say. Body warmer. I might say bomber jacket. I might say tank top. But a tank top, I would only say if it was a jumper. Yeah, that's true. No, I'd say would you body say... warmer. I'd definitely say body warmer. What would you say? What would you ever call it a bomber jacket? And now, does bomber jacket mean Al Qaeda bomber jacket, or does it mean that's bomber vest? <laughs> yeah, but that is what a bomber jacket is, isn't it? Well, no, they got sleeves. Bomber jacket, you... to me, the classic bomber jacket is the green with an orange lining. Oh, because it'd be something that they'd wear in a bomber. Yeah. Yeah, I'd always call bomber jacket, probably incorrectly, basically a vest. I think vest would also mean No, no, bomber posh. jacket's an aviation thing. The one with the sort oh, of, it's got the little thing on the arm where you can put pens I know what you in, mean. a little pocket on the, where you can put a couple of pens in a zip pocket. Yeah, see, I would say body warmer, probably, yes. So... To answer your question, well, I think we're both scum on that one. Definitely. That's a good, though. It's good. That's a very yeah, good suggestion, yeah, yeah. whoever that was. Thank My you. girlfriend would definitely say gilet. Yeah, yeah. No, or, she's quite yeah, posh then. a gillet. Yeah. Or a gillette, as I you call gillet. it. It's a gilet, yeah. But I don't like people that sort of like foreign up foreign words. Like, I don't say Peugeot. I say Peugeot. Well, isn't there the thing that the word buffet is actually buffet? Like it is meant to be Buffett, but we have foreignized it for no reason. That's like I think... in France. Like they call they call it le picnic, picnic. They don't go, oh, je suis pas le picnic. They don't say it in English. No. So why do I have to say gilet instead of gillet, whatever I said, gillet? Yeah, I don't know. It's strange. Like. It's like when you speak to someone and they might be like Latin and they sort of like. They'll go, oh, you have to roll your ass. Like, but I, I, we don't, I can't. You know what I mean? It's like your name's like, you might go, all right, Ramon. And they'll be like, it's Ramon. It's like, well, 
Possibly, but... It's not here, it's not. Don't you find it weird that we do that, but we don't call all countries by their actual name? Yeah, like, we spell Brazil with a Z, and they spell it with an S. Yeah, why bother? What's the point? And the Z's not even hard, easier, or... Why? Why do we call Germany Germany, not Deutschland? It's fine. It'd be fine to call it... (laughs) It'd be fine to call it Deutschland, wouldn't it? Yeah. We've started calling... You never hear anyone call it Holland anymore, do you? Netherlands. So we call it the Netherlands. So why do we not call it Deutschland? Start a campaign. How difficult would it be to say Italia? France. Just France, would it? Is it France? Espagne. France, yeah. Espagne. I don't think I know all of them. We don't need to. No, because we fucking run the show, mate. What about... um? What countries do you not know the... the the, the, the indigenous tongue. Like, what? Like, Brazil is Brazil, but with an S and a Z. I don't see the point. That's completely pointless. Why did we have to change yeah. that to a Z? And does other, is it just in English? Do other countries spell it with a Z? Or S? I don't know. So, but there's what? loads of countries. I don't know how they actually say them. There's like, I don't, would, would Slovakia be called Slovakia? I don't know. Hungary. Like, and some of them have got English words in, like, um, Czech Republic. Is Republic an English word? I think that's all nonsense. I don't suppose they call it the Czech Republic. No, they do. Cause if you, I went out but they have different Czech... letters as well, yeah, don't you, they? If you call but it just... Czech, Czechoslovakia, they get the hump. Yeah, a you can't pe- call it that anymore. No, a lot of people died to, to call it the Czech Republic. But then, do you, what about this? Uh, the, like Macedonia, isn't there... Isn't Macedonia called like like the former Yugoslavian Republic of Macedonia? Yeah, uh, that seems silly. Well, there's a, there's some in Africa that are always that I used to watch pointless quite a lot, and there's one. It's like the the Democratic Republic of. There's one in Africa as well. Congo. Yeah, there's something like that. But yeah, I mean, come on, man, give it a fucking name. I think if you're having to tell people that it's the Democratic Republic of yeah. Congo, it's probably not. It kind of starts feeling like the name of your country is also a history lesson about how you became. It's like it's like a brief history of this country is the title of the country. Yeah, we'd just be called murdery invading imperialists yeah. of England. Yeah, yeah, but if you think about our genetics, our genetics are made up of invaders. It's obvious that it was gonna, like, it, you know, the British Isles were invaded and invaded and invaded. There's nothing we could do about it. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying that you, you don't have to tell a greyhound how to run fast. It's bred into it, isn't it? So why do you think Americans have uh, have adopted an idiot as their president? That's weird. Uh, yeah, why have they? Because, well, there is, there is a vast swathes of that country where I think they are probably less educated we're talking about the middle bit that you the flyover states which part of america are you from i am from uh um well northwest so i would say idaho washington state oh that way which is the idiots idiots i thought the rednecks were the idiots yeah but i mean yeah it's all right to say. I mean, that. you're funny, both funny proving if... and disproving your own point. Yeah, but it's funny <laughs> you can say that and not worry about it. Oh, yeah, rednecks are idiots. Yeah, no one's gonna, no one's gonna get the hump. Yeah, that's that. not racist. You're allowed to say that because it's commonly uh, 
believed. I don't think you're allowed to say redneck, are you? I don't know. You've got to say Native American. We do have American listeners. American listeners, let us know if you're allowed to say slackjaw yokel. I was joking, by the way. I was making a joke about how we used to say... When we were kids, it was perfectly acceptable and the done thing to call them Red Indians. Yeah. I mean, that's... Not anymore. No, but that is a fucked up description of a people, isn't it? Yeah, like, you shouldn't shouldn't be doing that. That's like calling white... You could call Caucasians white Chinese people or something. It's like, what? You fucking... You're not saying they're a bit like another race, but a different colour. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah. But some people then get annoyed when... If you go, oh, it's ridiculous, I now have to call them Native Americans. First Nation. No, it's not ridiculous. I think you've got to call them First Nation. Oh, do you? I think so. You know what I call them? Uh, lovely. I call them lovely. Um, yeah, I think it's funny when people get annoyed about political correctness. Oh, God, I can't believe I can't even call them this anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. you can't because it's horrible. Yeah, Red Indian is a weird one, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's really horrible. Yeah. Um, and they were the baddies. When we were growing up, in all the films, and the, they were baddies. Yeah. Cartoons, they were the baddies. If you look into it, it really is absolutely abhorrent. Yeah, I, I mean, this isn't the Pranks and Firth hot take on the uh, <laughs> yeah. on the Americas, but it's really I'm just horrible. Six but... months ahead of you on the old <laughs> First Nation <laughs> genocide, aren't I? Um, there is a thing. The thing I was listening to about. I think this is brilliant. Uh, one of the uh, Native Amer, one of the First Nation tribes. That the Americas, the sort of, well, I guess they're basically English. They said to them, uh, you can, uh, like, we're taking all your land, but you can go and live on this bit of swamp. Yeah. Like, so they literally put them onto a bit of swamp that had no, you couldn't build on it, you couldn't do anything. So the Native Americans, they come up with a plan and they just said that they'd found gold in the swamp. So the Americans, just shifted them off that bit of land back onto a bit of other land so that they could then go and dig for gold in the swamp. But there was no gold in the swamp. They just fell for an elaborate ruse. Do we have swamps in this country? Uh, yeah, we have the marshes, don't we? There's lots of marshes up in the Midlands and Is a marsh a swamp more northern. Then? The same thing? I think so, I reckon. But in America, obviously, it'd be on a huge scale, whereas what here you'd fuck? get like I a... Don't know, I don't really know what a swamp... Is swamp water or mud? Both, I'd say. Sort of a swampy mud. We have like things I've never really thought about. I think about it. I think I think about everything, but there's not enough hours in the day, is there? Not for not for all your swamp thoughts. Couldn't give you a dictionary definition of a swamp. If I had to say, I would say an area of land very wet and boggy, uh, often very like. I just don't know. I don't know what a fucking swamp is at my age. Shameful. I don't mind admitting it. I think if I had to define a swamp, like if I really had to, if you were pressuring me... Just into, off the top of your head, mind you, Ash. Off the top of my head, I would say a swamp is a wetland that is forested uh, that occur along large rivers where they're critically dependent upon natural water, on the uh, natural water level fluctuate... Fluctuating. Fluctuation. Um, I'd say... It was an air of low-lying, uncultivated ground where the water collects. You could call it a bog, or a marsh, or a quagmire, yeah, or a mire, that's, that's not the same or as a morass, morass, or a yeah. fen, or a quag, or a sump. A, same as a fen. I know the fens. I'm from near the fens. A marshland, a fenland, a wetland. 
quicksand, a, a Selena, a Bayou, a moor. A moor? That's what I'd say off the top of my head. Off a the moor? top of my head. I thought a moor was like where a boat goes. Um. Well, a moor, I'd say, is a tract of open, uncultivated upland, typically covered with heather. So if you had a wet moor, I think you could call uh, that a swamp. I'm thinking of what you moor a boat, didn't you? You do moor a boat. So I thought, you know, like they say, there's moor, like, you know, to, just like when you tie it to the fucking thing, in it? Yeah, moor so up thought, a boat. I thought that was a, called a moor, the bit that you was tying amour. it to. A no, that's love in French. Serge Gainsborough. I think, see, I said that in French. Serge Gainsborough. I think that, um, yeah, I've got, actually, see, I had the whole wrong word for a moor. I thought a moor was saying the bit of, like, concrete that like, they put along the edge of the river where you tie your boat to. I mean, it's a piece of logic. You've got, I can't complain about your logic it's there wrong. at all. I should know. It's completely fucking wrong, but it's you've worked on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I told you I'd try and think about everything. Yeah, this is the amazing thing about me. I don't think I've ever looked anything up, ever. No, nor have I. I, arrive at, <laughs> I do arrive at all my own conclusions in life. No, Matt, and you stick to them. That's why we're friends. However wildly inaccurate and wrong they are, God, you stick to your guns. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to still call that more a more. I suppose that called in a... I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, and lots of people have been in touch this this week. Keep the tweets coming in. Yanis uh, Bremer has decided he is going to name my unborn child. Right. He has gone for Hadrian Yanis Frith. That's not bad. I thought it's quite good. I do mean I, I'm I'm wondering if I'm missing some deeper lying scary thing on there, but <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, Hadrian, Hadrian Yanis Frith, Hadrian, Hadrian. Frith. Hadrian's a great name, isn't it? Yeah. Frith. Yeah, there we go. And uh, there's a bit of a community building I noticed on Twitter with uh, our fans talking amongst themselves, which I really want to encourage because some of you really do need to, you know, get some of those opinions and share them. I think you should call your child Spend. Spend Frith? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll put it into the hat and we'll see what happens. Hey, oh my God. Talk, you know when people just, you know, are they called ear corns where people have just got something wrong for years? Uh, egg corns, yeah. Are you there? Yeah, egg corns. Go on, haven't you? No, I'm here. Yeah? yeah. Can you hear me? I can't hear anything. Oh, hang on. Can't... There I am. There you go, you're back. What happened there? No, no can't you've hung you. up on me. you got a dodgy connection, bro. Hello? Hello? Ash? Yes? Oh, there you are. What were you doing? Fiddling with something. There you go. There you Can go. you hear me now? Yeah. You know yeah, they're called, they're called egg corns. Egg corns, that's it. Egg corns. Uh, someone, I was messaging someone about a gig, and he or she put some. I can't remember what it was now. I was sort of being a bit jokey. And they said, oh, if I die, blah, blah. I said, oh, I don't, why do you think you're going to die like that? And they put, because I've got low self of steam. 
No. S E L F space O F space S T E A M. Low self of steam. I've got low self of steam. So, what does he think that means? I'd love to know what he thinks that means. Yeah, but the thing is, like, people just say, people, I think we're sayings, you just adopt them and you know what the saying, like, you know Sounds what the saying. Sounds like. Yeah, you know what the saying means. Like, you know that low self esteem means you think badly of yourself. Yeah. And so you think it means low, you might think, oh, it probably comes, because some sayings you, had to, you have to have explained. I've run out of steam. Yeah, it might be like that. I've got a low self of steam. Like, you know, you might think in your head, oh, it might be like a train that's got such little steam in it, it can't even propel itself along. Like, I don't know. Because oh, if like a... I had one, I thought it was a hare's breath. Yeah. So a hare being a small mammal. Yeah. I thought its breath would only be a tiny amount of air. Yeah, but breadth is a is a is a is a uncommon word oh. now. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it width. meant a hair's breath. So it'd be like, huh. no. So it but, was a small amount. Yeah, but that's so, because... So, oh, I lost it by a hair's breath. As our language evolved, breadth, we would use width. It's a hair's width. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that, that, I thought that's just funny. Like, I just sort of it down. And you, just, you know you know when saying it's not a typo? It's like, oh, God, I didn't even bother to correct it. I was like, I just want you to... I've got low self-esteem. I've got such low self-esteem. You should have, you fucking moron. <laughs> totally deserved. You're at least you're a good judge of character, my friend. You should have said that. That would have been good advice. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that was a good one. Low self-esteem. What? You're off to Ibiza in a couple of minutes. What? What? For uh, not for a gig even, just going for a party night. Yeah, I'm just gonna do loads of drugs, mate. This is the hardest one of all of the abroad gigs, isn't it? That's what I've heard. You're in and out though. I mean, I leave. I'm in and out. I don't think you're barely there 24 hours, which I'm sort of like grateful for because I've got two more this year and I am tired. You're so tired, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not sleeping, Ash. I just. What's because you're constantly working on the spare room? I've, I have been actually, and the ceiling's up. I saw the... I have to comment after our conversation the other day about how far out can the beams be. Yeah. Quite fucking far yeah, is the answer, shocking. isn't it? Yeah, But what I did is I just bought other beams and I screwed the beams flush at, well, at one end and then I just... that They all had to be different, so with a spirit level, so that I sort of like... I screwed beams next to beams and I, I lost the, the, the sort of uh, gradient that way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's all you could do. You used the initial beams as supports for yeah, your new I just, beams. Yeah, I used those to fix new beams to the side of. So, like, at one end, they were almost flush at the bottom, and at the other end, they would, like, they would drop down, like, four inches. Yeah. It's bad, mate. But it looks, wow. pretty, it looks pretty tidy. I mean, my wife helped me. Shout out to her. She actually, yeah, we did that together. Shout out to her. She actually didn't hinder the situation. Oh, no, but, I mean, she didn't, like, just go, God, this, do that room. Like, normally, she came down the home base with me and we we, we loaded up the uh, plasterboards into the car and she helped me because I made a dead man for her and we, it was a dream job. She was you a, made a dead man for her? Yeah, and she sort of, like... <laughs> so I would, like, get up there and hold it in place. Go, when you oh. say she helped you, Justin, did she do the roof in the spare room? No, she held the dead man <laughs> while I screwed it all up and put it in position and then screwed it up. Don't try and poo. Hey, I was feeling pretty good about it. I was trying to get rid of my low self of steam about that fucking room taking so long. <laughs> You've drained the last bit of steam out of me. So now the ceiling's up. You need to get it all skimmed. Yeah. Got to put you a bigger to get the window in first. Down. Putting a bigger window in first. Bigger window. 
Yeah, it's only got a small window because it was a bathroom, but regulation, you have to have a bedroom window big enough to get an adult human out of. Did you know that? So when's that going in? Next year. Oh, fuck knows. Oh, for fuck's oh, sake. Oh, fuck you. Come on. So is there... Okay. Well, I'm just worried, that's all. Yeah, so am I. Well, listener, thank you very, very much for all your listenings again this week. Brilliant numbers. Thank you for your support. Thanks for being so active on Twitter. It's been a very good week for all the I do enjoy logging onto Twitter and you check the notifications. And like you say, it's like, I don't know these people. And they're all sort of like engaged and talking about things we've spoken about and stuff like that. It's quite nice. Get on there, listeners. There's still a massive disproportion between the number of listeners and the number of Twitter followers. So let's make it a lovely community. And I'll you'll get Justin just... going on there every now and again. Yeah, just... I'll go on there every three weeks and comment something that doesn't make sense. You've been quite active. I see your little face popping up quite a lot now. Oh, do you like it? Yeah, I do. I do like it. So, listener, thank you so much. Thanks, Justin, for being there. Enjoy Ibiza. Look after yourself in Pasha. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I will. Lovely. See you later. Goodbye.